The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. And welcome. This is John Ivor Chester, the host of the Power of Positive Playlist, uh, the author of Power of Positive Playlist. The uh, I think there's going to be a movie someday. We're going to go underground. with It's going to be huge, folks. <laughs> Nevertheless, welcome. And uh, I'm glad you're here. I hope you get something out of this today because uh, I'm going to kind of recline a little bit and tell you a couple of stories. But I'm joined here with a good friend of mine and the CEO of OBBM, Susan Hamilton. Hi, Susan. Hey, John. Thanks for being here with me. I appreciate that. I just thought if we got half an opportunity to chat it up a little bit and hear your stories, what an an honor. I appreciate that. I've I've learned that uh, doing the entrepreneurial thing for years... Uh, I was pretty much people talk, well, you got to do your stories. You got to tell this, you got that way people relate to you. And I get that. And uh, the difference is with my family, uh, I tell too many stories. And so my wife is like, yeah, dear, we've got to get back to this. So I've had to recalibrate. But when I was working in psych, I found that people really responded to stories because they were going, gosh, you messed up too, or gosh, you made those bad choices too. And I was going, well, of course, because that's how people really, really learn. I mean, I guess you could book learn. And I I think there's really a small percentage of book learning that people really, really dig. I think it's the empathy, the the concepts of, of doing things that are flesh and blood that help people the most. So, I don't I mean, think you're going to meet anyone ever throughout the annals of history that woke up one day and was a fabulous success who doesn't have a bunch of failure under their wing or, or in their history. That's how you get it. That's how you know you're qualified yeah, <laughs> when you've got true. enough of that behind you. Yep, that's true. And so uh, off we go. So the, the thing I wanted to, to start with today is this is, uh, I've been doing this for a year with OBBM. And I wanted to kind of, again, set back and say, so this is my, this is my story. And the the idea here is I want to help people understand where I'm getting this concept of the power of positive playlists and why that's so, so very important because people that are around my age and I'm about years old, the, uh, yeah, that, and that's, it must be a problem with the mic. So the uh, problem is, uh, Playlist, the term playlist really is not as new as as digital music. We had playlists when we created cassettes. We had playlists when we were looking at Billboard Hot 100 because the Hot 100 was the playlist for radio stations. And though it altered a little bit here and there through, uh, through the nation and, of course, the world, it was a playlist. You could turn on local radio, top 40 radio, and they were playing the Hot 100. So it became that playlist that people were synced into. And by the way, I, I think everybody pretty much understands people don't choose the music that they listen to on radio. I mean, you may, you may have call-ins. They say, hey, call in and tell us your song. Well, if you call in and say you want to hear uh, Inagata De Vida at a country station, they're not going to play it because that's not in their playlist. You have to operate in their playlist. What you want to do in life 
is start creating your, your own playlist and where, where this comes from. So uh, you never got to meet my dad. No, no. That's a shame. Dad passed away almost uh, a year ago. Oh, this month. It's a year ago this month. And uh, he was my mentor when it came to music. Now, Dad liked, because he was, uh, he was in World War II, he liked, of course, big band music as a, as a start. But when he was in junior high, he was in glee club. So he was probably singing, you know, by the light of the silvery moon and all those kind of quartet pieces. My dad used to sing that. Did he? Your dad was a singer? My dad was just the voice of the house. He was the harmonica, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so we, there were a lot of that type of stuff, the, uh. Yeah, a lot of moon songs. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, by the silvery moon. So, and they're they're just romantic songs of their day. So he liked Big Ben, and he, uh, we were listening to a radio one day, and he goes, that song was number one when I graduated from high school, and it was called Boogie Woogie by uh, Dorsey. And I went, wow, that's cool. And I really like the song. And I use it today when I'm working with geriatrics. So anyway, the story goes that I was in the house I grew up in, in down in Houston. My room was the in-between room. There was the den that dad built. And then there was the rest of the house. And you could go either through the kitchen or you could go through my room. I had two older sisters. Now, for those of you with older sisters, you know that you're essentially an accessory to your older sisters, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you an older sister? I am both. I am a middle sister. So I've got an older sister who I still work with today and a younger sister. Yeah. That's, and, that's interesting. So mm-hmm. are you the, you're not the, but you don't seem like the proverbial uh, middle child. Well, no, there was enough years between my older sister and myself that we both occupied that first oldest role. Oh, right? yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, no, I was the youngest, so I got away with murder. Rules didn't apply to me. My sisters had moved on. So anyway, though, but when I was younger, they would just pass through my room and and leave uh, whatever trash they would throw. I don't know, just to be obnoxious. But I would hear in the den, Dad had built his own stereo system. He built his own speakers. He built an amplifier and uh, had this huge speaker. It was massive. Anyway, he... Uh, would play his music really loud. They say rock and roll is what, you know, really started off loud music rubbish. Dad could play Goodman and Miller and uh, all these uh, big band guys uh, really too loud. And it'd wake me up. So I would wake up being a boy because boys magnetically attract to their father. I would go and stand by dad and dad would be standing with his arms crossed in the middle of the room, kind of bobbing his head going, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I would listen to try and understand what he said, because as a toddler, I believed, as do you, music is a language. Why people who are important to you listen to that song? And you'll engage in conversations about it. Well, why do you like Nirvana? Oh, they just speak to me. Kurt Cobain, what a tragic figure. Yeah, I just love it. And you'll sit there and you go, Nirvana sucks, man. And you do something implosive like that or explosive like that to really elicit a conversation. You're making that person step up and protect their music choices. And that's that's okay. All right. So we're going to find out a little bit more when we come back right after this on the Power of Positive Playlist. I'm John Chester. 
Do you have compassion fatigue? Caring for someone with an impaired memory can cause symptoms including tension, stress, and lack of sleep. It's hard, maybe downright impossible, to run your business when you're struggling to balance both. It may be time to talk to a dementia care specialist from Silverado DFW. Nobody has ever wished they waited to get help. Silverado DFW has improved the lives of many, giving you peace of mind through world-class memory care and giving your loved one a lifestyle that includes companionship, activities, mental stimulation that may be outside of your ability to provide. Silverado DFW understands it takes a village approach to care for your loved one. Feel the difference at our South Lake location. Count the smiles on our residents' and associates' faces. No, you don't have to do this alone. Call Maria Long, 469-315-3775 for information on your next steps. Silverado is committed to providing exceptional memory care and world-class customer service. Call 469-315-3775. Silverado DFW Memory Care Community serves the entire Metroplex. Don't wait any longer. Call 469-315-3775 today. Introducing IV Hookup. IV treatments have been the standard of care used for years to deliver intravenous hydration treatment to patients. Our medical director has created a safe, industry standard protocol to efficiently support your wellness through IV vitamin hydration including options for athletic performance, mood enhancement, general wellness, and hangover recovery. IV Hookup now offers full-spectrum COVID-19 testing at reasonable prices. This means we can get you and your staff tested in a quick time frame. Are you hosting a group event? We can provide a customized package for IV treatment and COVID testing as well. IV Hookup is everything you need to both stay healthy and approve it. Go to ivyhookup.com to order yours, and we'll bring it right to you. That's ivyhookup.com. So we go into the break, and you are absolutely <laughs> gonna you're gonna trash Nirvana listeners. Like you're gonna you're gonna go no, into this group I and go, dude, you just think this music sucks. I mean, that's the fastest no, way to no. incite people, right? <laughs> it is, but you it know, is. at least but you're right, you're going to start a conversation yeah, that way. Absolutely. And that's it it it's kind of it's one of the few playful things if a person's mentally stable at least to be able to poke them a little bit about their music and go Gosh, Alice Cooper, or, you know, or Alice in Chains or whoever. Gosh, they just suck. And you you make them kind of step up. Now, you're doing it in such a way where you, you make it playful. You don't go, well, their chord structures are very loose. Their theory is lacking and their words and lyrics are, no, you just say it sucks. <laughs> and that way the person gets it and they'll start the conversation. I love doing that. So people that are listening to that kind of music got a mindset, right? And, and they're using this music medicinally in some way. I think most every time that we listen to something, it is adjusting our emotional level in some way. Yeah. Help us understand that a little bit. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Most people listen to music. Uh, consciously as entertainment, but subconsciously they do it as a drug. And when they do that, uh, they are adjusting their moods. Uh, they, they create playlists to drive with. They create playlists to be romantic with. They create playlists to cook in the kitchen. And those are all fine and wonderful. But what is the mindset that you want when you're in the kitchen, when you're romantic, when you're traveling? If you're traveling in Dallas traffic, you want to be chill. 
because Dallas traffic is moita. I don't know that we think like that, though. I think we think, okay, those you've said in prior uh, podcasts that I've heard, you've said we really decide what music is going to be our thing right around 15. That we we've already decided what our group what the what the music the anthem of our life is going to be, and it's one of the reasons right. that the tagline for your show is you know the story of your life. It's mm-hmm. got a it's got a song to it, and you get to choose that. And I, I don't know that we proactively realize that feeling. I was uh, talking about your theory, the uh, and it's not a theory. It's actually it's, I know that's it's true um, that we the music that we listen to. Some people go okay that that's so sad. Remember when you talked with Lindsay and and Anna mm. about you know and they were, the sad music? Sometimes I just like it. Sometimes yeah. I want to hear that sad music. Yes, you do. When you know, so t- what is up with that? <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's like it's a mindset that if you're healthy, now hear me, you can be healthy and want some sad songs. Okay, it's the crest of the wave and the base of the wave. It, it's it's a matter of where you want to be. But you can adapt where you emotionally are, healthy people can, by listening to their music. I start off with this when I do classes at hospitals or other places. I ask them the basic rudimentary question. Do you believe music can alter your emotions? It can. It's a 100% yes, it can. People who say it can't are trying to hide something or they're, they're in denial. Music can affect your emotions. You have to be responsible to what you choose in life. Just like, was it, is it Jack Welch that said that the, the people, the five people you choose around you are the ones that dictate what type of person you are, essentially. You show me your five friends, I can tell you who you are. Okay, millionaires hang around millionaires. Creatives hang around creatives. Uh, poor people can hang around poor people. You don't normally see these strata, the social strata, alter too much. I wish it did because it would really help things out. But in reality, if you are listening to a type of music that is denigrating, that's insulting, that's depressing, and you do that as a regular emotional input, you're going to be there. I think it bruises you. And I, th- I think there's a That's bruising. Well there's an emotional bruising. And and why you and, and I understand that about the the gr- the people that you associate with. But I'll, but I'll challenge that I can, I, it can go a little bit further. It's also the the language because what, one of the things I always say is you know it, poor people sound poor, sick people sound sick, yes. healthy people sound healthy, mm-hmm. uh, affluent people sound. You know, I would say wealthy. I think that's a better word. Prosperous people sound prosperous, right? Sure. I mean, you you've kind of got that element too, and so the people are going to be speaking because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? So you're going to be around that, and I think that's when you were talking about your dad, where I really get with with my dad. He hated the the music that I like to listen mm-hmm. to because he didn't like the lyrics he was like you're you are programming yourself you are programming your thoughts and when you're not going to realize when that comes out and i would tell you that for about 22 years that proved very true in my life and i had to take some ownership and some control over what i listened to and what i put in if i was going to get where i wanted to be Mm -hmm. yeah exactly right no that's exactly good for your dad he's ahead of the game uh and a lot of people really know this but they don't believe it Okay, they they know, for example, eating right is good for you. All right, but they don't do anything about it. It's the same thing with music. Uh, if you if you ask somebody what they listen to, and they listen to a type of music that speaks to them and brings up negative emotions, uh, 
and that's a consistent, then you're going to see it in the person. And they're not going to start getting the goals and objectives they want. Now, understand this. I am never saying that there is a type of music that always speaks negative. In other words, I'm going to drop names that people expect. Like, for example, um, okay, country music will make you drink a lot of beer, okay? Because uh, I drink beer without country music. But uh, if you listen to Screamo, you're going to be doing hard drugs. If you listen to rap and hip hop. And you're saying those things are not true. I'm saying these are not true. Yeah. So, but it's interesting. I, I know as a woman, I know, we are taught that we're the barometer in the home for the way the tension runs. And, when, and when we had teenagers yes, and we had a lot of, I, I, when I started realizing we could adjust it, I started realizing that the music I might think is fun or enjoyable, I can see an irascibility in my children, in my teenagers. I, or something, maybe I've got the, a peaceful vibe going and I think we're going to have this great evening. And then they've got something going on that's really starting to change the mood and Perfect. the vibe in the house. And, it's, and I have to adjust that so I think there's there's that there you, it can incite and you're right and we're gonna find out how you can adjust that and why it really matters in the long term when we come right back this is John Chester on the power of positive playlist on the OBBM network strong business has always been the clear economic indicator work suites in allen texas is just one of 18 locations in dfw and houston that support your necessary transitions with full service and affordable workspaces for upgrading or downsizing your current workload you need to be focused on growth trust the office experts and helpful staff at work suites to take care of everything else from dedicated phone lines and internet to furnished executive and co-working spaces the OBBM network has tripled our business on the short months we've been with WorkSuites and encourages you to step out boldly, make the tough decisions, and give back to work your way. Your nation depends on it. The OBBM network acknowledges that this is a pivotal time in history, and it is clear the United States of America has been undermined by many of our elected officials for some time now. We want our local business audience to stand strong in the face of what we now understand and to be empowered to grow our businesses on the local level beyond the limitations that have been imposed upon us. We believe it is in our national interest to inspire our communities through strong economic development and, additionally, to hold our elected officials accountable for accurate representation of we the people. For that reason, we encourage you to go to WeStandForFreedom.com to learn about the National Write Your Congressman organization that has been the trusted communication tool for local communities for over 60 years. Learn how your representatives are voting. Understand the laws and regulations under consideration on the state and federal level before they are enacted at the county and city levels. Communicate directly with these officials and stand up for yourself, for by doing so, you will protect the communities you serve from tyrannical rule and unconstitutional reforms. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. And welcome back. This is John Chester on the Power of Positive Playlist and the OBBM Network sitting across the table. Susan, thank you for your time, Susan. Again, I appreciate you dropping in. So uh, we were talking about, you mentioned uh, your uh, 
family, the woman is the, the mom is the barometer. And that's so true. My wife of 27 years and we have four kids around the house and she'll walk in from going out and, you know, shopping or uh, work more than likely. And she'll hit the house and she just bristles at feeling that. And she'll hit me about the music I'm playing. Oh, honey, you need to bring that down and do this. And so how do you actually manage the environment of a house. It's tricky because everybody else has different ideas of what needs to be planned. Exactly. Right. Right. And when you got teenagers, and with us, again, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm in my 60s, my early 60s. My kids are teenagers. We had kids later in our lives, so we have missed a generation. It'd be one thing if I was in my 40s, there would be a generational adaptation we could do but with two it's different i think either way the kids want as teenagers want to express themselves and feel like if you're not listening to their music they're not expressing themselves perfect so they really want to inject that and then the rest of the family kind of i think there's a level of patience we have to allow that or we wouldn't know if we don't allow that we won't know what they're listening to it really is a great opportunity you're exactly right but it can't govern the house and it can't govern the workspace boys but you're you're 10 points ahead of me when my kids are very young i bought them a little toy camera and so they could go around and express themselves oh look this is important and then at the end of the day i would look at the camera and go oh wow you took a picture of the tree or the frog or the dog or again and you know and it gave me so now when they play music a lot of my kids come up to me and go dad have you heard this song because i'll tell them i like their music and i do like a lot of it some of it i don't but one thing that they have learned from dad and mom is uh, they're highly opinionated on their music, you know. They'll, they'll I'll be playing this, and my one of my kids will walk through the, in, the kitchen, and you'll hear this. Oh my gosh, again, you know, because I, I like playing music. Over Are your and over. kids musicians? So yeah, of my kids, of the four kids, I got one that plays bass guitar and uh, uh, regular guitar and keyboards, and another uh, the other. Two girls sing really well, and one wants to play the violin. Mm, when they move out, it's going to be so quiet. I can tell you from experience. My home is—they were all musicians, and there's a lot of temperament in that crowd. Temperament, a lot good. of temperament. Uh, young as young adults, a lot of addiction uh, that yeah. we, that our family dealt with, and um, you know, so on some of those levels, is still going on. Sure. And uh, it's just an, it's an amazing thing. But the, it, helping people understand, that's why I think it's so important for you to talk about this, John. Uh, what can we do? Because there, the music really is a play. We understand music as it, as it pertains to the lobby and how we want mm. the customers to, that are, we're going to be reacting to or working with. We understand music that should be on our phone tree. And the types that we get it like that, even though a lot of people really don't get it. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, okay. but, you know, but how do we do it where we adjust and we realize that the mental health of our staff and and our own productivity, all of those things can really be tied into better choices. Okay, so music, and it's an excellent question, and the music industry itself is a multi-billion dollar, if not trillion dollar industry. It's one of the biggest, and I mean the biggest. And so saying that, uh, millions of dollars have been dumped in research, billions of dollars have been dumped in research. The Human Genome Project that is used with Spotify and other uh, apps out there to help break down music into what it is as far as its genres, its instrumentals, its its message, its uh, beats per minute, which are some of the science behind it, the beats per minute. In other words, how many beats uh, of the tempo are played per minute. The higher it is, 
the more motivating or irritating it is. The chord progressions, how many of them resolve, what keys it's played in. You actually increase your heart rate. Well, okay. For example, you have uh, the Rolling Stones. Their song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, is done with what's called an anapeistic beat. And it's... It it's it has this bound bound down from bound down to bump to bump up bump and in so doing that it works against the rate of the heart, which gives you stress deliberately. It, and and Mick knew this back in the early '60s when he wrote the song. Well, you know when the when the Glimmer Twins wrote the song, they they knew that uh, it was uh, do, having that effect. They did it deliberately. So <clears throat> we do know that music affects us emotionally. It affects us physically. It affects us in our goals and our desires. Okay. That's why you have songs by Aerosmith. uh, And they're all about sex. And though I have no problem with sex, I've got four kids. I know how to do it. There's a time and place (laughs) for everything for Pete's sakes. And frankly, when you go out on a date with somebody, that's not the thing you want to kick off the relationship with. Okay. It really says something primal about you. That's really too simplistic. So you have to become aware of beats per minute, as I've already said, chord progressions. If you're not a a musician, some of the stuff you're going, how the heck am I going to find this out? There are apps out there. There are websites where you can play a song and it'll hear it and it'll go, that's so many beats per second. If you're trying to reduce your BP, you're reducing your, and I mean your blood pressure, you're reducing your beats per minute. And just going to slow you down. Does this mean you're going to be listening to meditation on you? Are you floating around the room all the time in this drug-induced haze? No, it's not like that. No, but I think that's a beautiful uh, explanation of what you can offer when you're working with people to help them build their playlist. I mean, that type of coaching is so freeing because a lot of people don't have time to really analyze it. And you, when you work with John Chester, you, you're going to get this... Uh, an understanding of, of the music theory and, and and you go that much deeper you want to understand what they're already listening to what exactly. their history is I'm not going to be creating right. music here you know buy my music and you'll feel better I'm going to help people with the music they already listen to or maybe adapt and turn it just a little bit to help them because if what you're listening to is caustic to what you're trying to get then we're going to put it aside for a while. We're not going to lock it in the closet. There's so much more of this to, for us to figure out. And there's so much that everybody needs to become aware of and what they're listening, what they're putting in their heads, because it does matter. So until then, you can find me at IverChester.com. You can find me on the regular suspects at IverChester3 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, And until then, this is John Chester on the OBBM Network with the Power of Positive Playlist. Thanks for your time, folks. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM radio in the Offbeat Business app or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com.